0: Imagine a world where you can work less and focus on what brings you joy in life, a world where burnout is a thing of the past. Well our friends over at Uncut Gems have the perfect video editing solution for you. Say goodbye to time-consuming, creatively draining, sleepless editing nights, and hello to cost-effective peace of mind. With Uncut Gems, your videos aren't just outsourced, they're elevated. Through their easy-to-use video editing service, you can save money without compromising quality and receive the most important treasure of all, your time. And right now, they are offering all of our listeners 75% off on your first order. So head over to UncutGems.com and use code WAYWARD75 at checkout so that you can kick that backlog in the face and get back to being excited about your business. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Films We Make podcast. I am so fired up over today's episode because I am being transparent. I am being vulnerable. I am digging deep here and opening the door to all the mistakes that I've made in my business. Well, not all of them, but I will say probably the top three. The top three mistakes that I made that almost cost me everything. Caused me to quit, caused me to just burn out, and my life could have looked a whole lot differently if I didn't pivot and adjust and reframe my business and learn from my mistakes. And so today's episode is just going to be really transparent and I hope that you get a lot of value out of it. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So this topic has really been top of mind for me and it's really because I feel like I have been struggling more in my business this year than I have any other year. And so I thought I would just open the door to vulnerability and be transparent and try to answer the question, why do wedding filmmakers fail? What is it that takes someone from being fired up over filming weddings? to never wanting to film them again and walking away from the industry altogether. Today, I'm gonna unpack this and talk about the mistakes that I've made that really almost cost me everything. But before we dive into that, let's talk about today's sponsor. And that is the lovely ladies over at the Level Up Co. They have an incredible free workshop starting on October 10th through the 12th. And I am attending this workshop and I think it's just gonna be super helpful for anyone who's looking to align themselves with the right clients and refine their strategy to booking weddings that are fulfilling, exciting, and profitable. Once you register for the workshop, you'll receive an email with an invite to a private Facebook group. The workshop will be taking place inside the Facebook group, so we wanna make sure that you join this. And even though the workshop isn't for a couple weeks, there's still a lot of amazing conversations that are happening inside this Facebook group, so be sure to sign up using the link below. But diving into one of the first mistakes that I made in my business is the lack of clarity. When we think of being a wedding filmmaker, it's easy to get lost in the luxury of being your own boss, being able to travel, being able to create art for a living. Weddings can be so incredibly rewarding, but they can also be your worst nightmare, especially if you lack clarity. Do you know why you are filming weddings? Like really know why? I didn't. The first few years of me filming weddings, I had no clear direction or end goal. I was waiting tables and occasionally filming weddings on the weekends. And really, the turning point for me came about, I'd say a year and a half to two years in where I ran into some unfortunate situations with a potential lawsuit. I talked all about this story. If you haven't heard of this story yet, be sure to check up that video. I will link up above. But all of that to say, this one situation caused me to evaluate my goals, try to figure out what I even wanted to do, and which is why I quit weddings. I actually stopped filming weddings for a year after this situation because the problem was that I lacked clarity. I didn't have any sort of identity within the types of films that I was making, the brand that I wanted to build, any kind of business knowledge. I had no idea the type of market that I wanted to serve, the type of clients that I wanted to work with, any of that. I realized that I was just filming weddings to practice my filmmaking skills and to make a little bit of extra money on the side. I treated it as a hobby not a business. I didn't really see it as a career path or my end goal really for life. That is until I landed my first nine to five job. So after I finished waiting tables, I went to the corporate world in videography and I (laughs) only lasted two months at this job. And that's when I realized that I guess I'm just not really suited for the corporate life. Corporate videography didn't fulfill me. I remember I was on my lunch break one day and I called my mom. I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I wanna quit. I I want to be a wedding filmmaker, because I knew that I was just not meant to be bound to a desk for eight hours in the day, just mindlessly going through the work day and feeling so unfulfilled and insignificant in the work that I was doing, basically building someone else's castle while I just waste away. And that is when I found clarity. I suddenly realized why I wanted to be a wedding filmmaker. I wanted to make something for myself in my own way, to serve others intentionally and create a legacy to be fulfilled in every aspect of my career, to be financially and creatively free, but most of all to feel that the work that I was doing was and is important and meaningful to not just me, but to also other people. And while most of these areas happen instantaneously in the wedding filmmaking industry, the financial freedom and the creative freedom kind of took a little bit of trial and error. However, the solution to my main problem, which was lack of clarity, was that I needed to experiment and I needed to define my why. But then when I transitioned from a stable paycheck to a more infrequent paycheck, wondering when and where my next one was going to come from, you tend to make a lot of the wrong decisions, which leads me into the second mistake that I made, which caused me to be overworked and underpaid. For me, I would say yes to every wedding that came my way. Didn't matter if they were completely wrong for me. It didn't matter that they didn't have a budget. I was determined and refused to go back to a desk job, which led me to booking over 42 weddings in 2017. That almost caused me to quit again. (laughs) My pricing structure was all over the place. The quality of weddings wasn't where I wanted it to be. I was editing my life away, and honestly, I fell back into a severe state of depression and unfulfillment. I thought to myself, well, what gives? Because I defined my why. Then I realized I actually have to define my how. How can I build a business that is sustainable and effective in both serving my couples and my passion? All without burning out, and with my pace in 2017, the problem was that I was drowning in edits, I was overbooking myself, and I was undervaluing myself. So the solution to getting out of this mess was to set up a realistic price based on the services offered, the experience, and that was realistic within my local market. So I started connecting with other filmmakers, trying to talk shop, build community, seeing what they were charging for weddings and seeing how they structured their pricing so that I could get myself out of this rut. And through this season, while I know and learn that I really do enjoy filming weddings, I knew that I had a limit. So I had to set clear boundaries within my business so that I could have longevity within my business. That means that I have to learn to say no to projects that are under budget or that aren't a good fit for me and my style, which if I'm being honest, I am still trying to master. And I think that it is just something that I'm going to be trying to perfect for years and years because I am always trying to make someone happy. I'm a people pleaser and it's really hard to say no sometimes. It gets easier. I will say, the longer you do this, it does get easier. But I know that it's not always easy to say no, especially if you can't afford it. So to that point, you have to film the weddings that no one's willing to do now so that you can film the weddings that everyone wants, which means that you have to unfortunately go through seasons of turbulence until you can get to the season of fulfillment. So the solution to overworking yourself and undervaluing yourself is to set up a realistic pricing structure based on the services you offer and the experience, to set boundaries within your business, to know your limits and to learn to say no. But getting into the number one mistake that I made in my business that almost cost me everything and that is over investing in my business. So what I was doing was putting too much capital, too much time and resources into my business without seeing a proportional return on my investment. I was spending way too much money on new gear, spending hours and time on edits that couples didn't order just for the sake of making them happy. And while that's great customer service, I should have had a little bit more business sense when navigating those conversations. And I was even over-investing in people which is second shooters or video editors, third shooters even, camera rentals, et cetera. So the problem was that I was spending too much on gear, I was giving away products for free, and I was over-investing in contracts. Pouring all of your funds into your business without adequate return can cause so much financial strain and lead to debt, reduce your profits, and missed opportunities because you're having to make up for all of the spending mistakes. So the solution to getting out of this is creating a budget, setting up a limit of what you can spend and what you can't afford to, and focusing on your priorities. What areas and aspects of your business require investment for growth? Once you know what will have the most return, you can allocate those resources strategically. You want to be open to adjusting your strategies and relocating your resources and even scaling back if things really tend to start shifting within the market. If you take a measured approach to how you invest your money within your business, you will notice a lot more sustainability and financial health in your business overall, which is something that I unfortunately just had to learn the hard way. Now, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not an expert in this matter. I am just someone who has made a lot of mistakes. And honestly, I still struggle with some of these things from time to time. The truth is I don't have it all figured out. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And I think as long as we remain curious within this industry, we will still find success because with the wedding industry, it's going to continue to evolve. It's going to continue to grow. And so we need to be able to maneuver and adapt to these new environments so that we can thrive and always be in a season of fulfillment. Thanks so much again for tuning in. And to recap, if you guys haven't yet, make sure you check out the Level Up Co's free workshop coming up soon on October 10th through the 12th. It is called Booking Bootcamp. You can find the link in the show notes. You can find it on the YouTube video. So make sure you go ahead and you sign up for this workshop. There is a ton of value that is going to be happening inside this workshop, a ton of free, awesome resources. So if you head over to the levelupco.com, com forward slash booking bootcamp you can go ahead and sign up so that you can refine your strategy to booking better weddings thanks so much again guys i hope you found a ton of value out of this episode and until then keep creating and telling beautiful stories see ya